Hello, everyone. Welcome in to episode 14 of the Grace Point Daily Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Jeremiah Johnson. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to be kicking off a new segment today called What I Was Really Trying to Say Was. And uh, here's the reason we're starting this new segment is, you know, you're a pastor and you spend every Sunday preaching or almost every Sunday preaching the Word of God, sermon after sermon, teaching after teaching. And for some of us, you know, we we give that sermon and we put it together and we have visions and dreams of it's going to be so awesome and epic and everyone's going to receive it and just be changed by it. And they're just going to run to the altar. And uh, sometimes it happens, right? Sometimes it doesn't. But then there's sometimes that uh, someone comes up to you or you hear something or you hear someone's perspective of what you preached. And you're like, yeah, I mean, I, w- I was kind of saying that, but here's what I was really trying to say. And sometimes it can be good. Sometimes it can be bad. And so that's the reason for this segment. What I was really trying to say was, and uh, it's funny, the reason I'm starting this segment, there was a individual I was talking to in my church and he enjoyed the sermon. He really liked it. He was encouraged. He was uplifted. He was blessed. But he said, yeah, I was talking to this one lady and she heard you talking about faith and taking big steps of faith and leaps of faith and that we should just jump, you know, take a, take a faith jump. And we're just supposed to just randomly do that, huh? And I was kind of like, well, yes, I was saying that. But what I was trying to say was that we take steps of faith as we hear God's call and God's voice in our life, then we jump and then we take this step of faith. So anyway, she kind of got it, but she didn't totally get it. So now here's the new segment. What I was really trying to say was, and it's just going to be a follow-up to some of the messages that I speak because I want to make sure that you get them. So last Sunday, I was just simply talking about faith. And I was in a two-part series called Trust and Faith. And I was really analyzing those two words. Number one, because obviously some of my preaching comes out of personal challenges or things that God is speaking to me. And I was really challenged in the area of trusting God, putting all of my trust in him and nothing else. And we looked at that word trust. And when we put our trust in God, that means that we are surrendering to him. That means we're going to let him be in control, that we're going to let him take care of business, that we're going to take our hands off of it. And we are going to trust God. Trust is not on our part. When we really trust God, we don't in one sense have to do anything because we're trusting him to do everything. We're trusting him to be in control of our lives and the circumstances and situations that are in front of us. That's what it means to trust in the Lord. And the Bible is endless in its many passages on trust. One of the most popular ones is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all of your ways, acknowledge him. And I was talking about how trust, you know, there's not a lot of sometimes practicality to trust because when you truly are trusting in God, you are not doing anything. He is doing everything, right? That's trust. I'm trusting in God. I am going to surrender to him. But there's interesting, I think the outflow or what I try to say on Sunday is that the manifestation of trust is faith. Now, faith is very active. We all have to have faith. Faith is expressive. It's expressed in our lives. So now I, now that I'm trusting in the Lord, it gives me faith to step out and do what he wants me to do. So trust, although it's not super active in terms that I'm not doing anything and I'm letting God do everything, faith is now me taking action. But And I talked about how that they are both important, that they weave themselves together, that trust and faith are two dynamics 
when they are put together in our spiritual life, become so, so powerful. And really the basis of my sermon, I used the main illustration I used was my son Isaiah when he first jumped off the diving board. It was awesome to watch him. He he was at, we were at my sister-in-law's house and she has a pool. And Isaiah, for the first time when he jumped off the, the diving board, had no fear, no anxiety, no, no trepidation whatsoever. He got up, he ran and he jumped as high and as hard as he could. And he just jumped in that pool. And I got this great picture of him with his hands just flung in the air, a smile on his face and his legs kicked out and he just jumped in that pool. And it was amazing to watch him. And part of the reason he was able to do that is probably because that's his personality, but yet he was able to trust in that environment because his, his father was there. His parents were there. We were there. And so he trusted the environment enough to jump off the diving board. So he trusted. But faith, so I, I kind of related it this Sunday that that trust, uh, it, it, he trusted in the environment. The trust was the diving board. But then faith is when we jump off the diving board. So my son had to be the one to take the jump. He had to do it. I couldn't force him. I mean, I guess I could have chucked him off the, the diving board. And maybe some of you had parents that did that when you're learning to swim. They're like, here, I'll throw you in the pool now. And you know they forced you to learn how to swim like that. But in this scenario, I did not throw my son off the diving board. He took the jump himself. And I talked about how in our spiritual life, that's what faith is, is that God isn't going to force us to do anything, but we're going to have to be the ones that go to that diving board and that we take the jump. So there's three points that I made yesterday and that I'll make in this podcast, and I'll kind of expound on them and talk about them maybe in a little bit different way. But the first thing I mentioned yesterday was that you will never experience a first unless you take a step of faith. And this story just came out of of my life and our family when a year or so ago, we were pastoring a church and we were doing a lot of missions and we were in this place of discovery. We kind of felt like, are we supposed to be missionaries? And we felt like God was shifting some things in our life. And so we got to the place where we resigned, we stepped down and we moved our family all the way across the country to South Carolina with, with a lot of uncertainty, with, with no job, with um, no guarantees, but just we, we took this step of faith to say, you know, we feel like God wants us to start this 501c nonprofit called Made to Give Ministries, which uh, does a lot of the missions endeavors that we do. And so it was a crazy step of faith because we didn't, we knew where we were going, but we didn't know where we're going. We didn't have a house. We didn't have an apartment. We were living with our in-laws, but we knew that God was calling us to take this step of faith. Would we be willing to do that? And so that's an example for me of a step of faith, a radical step of faith that we had to take. We had to leave comfort. We had to leave a job. We had to, we left a salary. We left many things that were certain to step into the uncertain. And that's what faith is. Faith is when we step away from the comforts and we step into the uncertain, but we do that because we know that God has called us. And that's the clarification point that I want to make today in this podcast. And I want to read it one more time in Hebrews chapter 11, verse eight, it says, by faith, Abraham heard heard God's call to travel to a place he would one day receive as an inheritance and he obeyed. So here's the key. You don't just jump off the diving board. You just don't jump off the cliff 
You don't just take radical steps of faith because you feel like it. You do it because God has called you. And that's the difference. You have to hear the call of God. You have to hear the voice of God calling you to do that. And I know the next question is, well, how do I do that? How do I hear God's call? How do I hear the voice of God? And here's, I know that I know the simple answer is read your Bible, pray, fast and pray, right? But the simple answer is, is the only way that you can hear that call is to make time to hear God's voice. And that's the only way that I can phrase that. So in that is included prayer, is included reading the Bible, is fasting, taking moments to be with the Lord. You have to make time to hear God's voice in your life. The problem for us is that we're, we're, we're so busy. We're doing so many things that we rarely take time just to hear God's call and to hear God's voice. But Abraham heard, did you, did you see that? He heard God's call. And what did he do? He obeyed the call. He was willing to take the step of faith. So what is the calling of God on your life? What is the step of faith God is calling you to take? And that can be so many different things. It could be you uh, stepping into full-time ministry. Could you? It could be you going to be a missionary in a faraway land. It could be you just stepping up and sharing Christ with a friend. It could be you um, packing up your family and moving somewhere or something. I mean, it could be a lot of different things, but you have to be the one to determine that. I've always said this as a pastor, I am not God's voice for your life. As a pastor, I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to provoke thought. I'm here to uh, encourage you spiritually to equip you, but I can't hear the voice of God for you. Only you can do that. And Abraham heard the voice of God and he obeyed. Before you take a step of faith, I will tell you this, you better make sure that you know that it's the voice of God. You better make sure and have affirmation that that is what God is calling you to do. Because when you do that, it's all good. When you know that God has called you, you can take whatever step of faith it is that God's calling uh, you to take. And I guarantee you there will be provision in that, but it's going to take a step of faith because here's what's interesting. After that, it says, after it says he obeyed, it says, not knowing where God's call would take him. I want to tell you this, when you take steps of faith in your spiritual life, your journey with God, you are not going to get to see the whole picture. And I know that is really annoying because you want to see the whole picture, right? Uh, the other day I was at the library with my boys and the library is super cool, right? All kind of toys and things to play with. And anyway, they wanted to put together this big like floor turtle puzzle. It's like gigantic puzzle pieces. And so they wanted to put that together. Well, sure enough, you know, a minute or two, they're kind of bored with it. And here I am left on the floor putting together this giant turtle puzzle, uh, which I, I guess probably a, a small kid could have put together faster than I did. But anyway, I got it put together. But, you know, that's what our, our journey of faith is. It's one step. It's one piece at a time. And when I was putting together that puzzle, I was like, you know, is this the foot? Is this, I, I think this is the leg. Is this the head? Is that the left? Is that the right? Is that the top? Is that the bottom? Is that the middle? And you got to just keep putting it together piece by piece by piece. You don't get to see the whole picture. And that is what our life of faith is like. We're never going to see the whole picture. And, uh, that's a point I made and I'll make again in just a second is that our faith is never finished until the moment 
Our journey is over. We will never see the complete picture of what God was doing in our life. You are going to have to take steps of faith and you are not going to know. And for some of us, that's harder than others. For me, it's a little bit easier in conjunction or relationship with my wife. My wife likes to have the the eyes dotted and the T's crossed. And sometimes I'm more the faith guy is like, Woo, I'm going to Africa. And she'll say, well, when are you going to Africa? Why are you going to Africa? Who are you going to Africa with? What days are you going? And I'm kind of like, woo, I'm going to Africa. You know, so anyway, you're not going to know. But if you want to experience new and radical things in in your life, you're going to have to take steps of faith. All right. The second thing was, so I hope we'll clarify it. So don't, don't just jump off the diving board unless you know God has called you. Don't take that radical step of faith unless you have heard the voice of God. And here's what's awesome. When you begin to take steps of faith, it pleases the heart of God. And that was the second point I made. Without, without faith, no one can please God. Without faith, no one can please God. And I think that is so amazing. That's so beautiful. That's powerful. That when I take those steps of faith and do that, it pleases the heart of God. Don't you want to please God? Don't you want God to be pleased with you? That he looks at your life of faith and says, wow, I'm so, so impressed. I'm so amazed. I compared it. I compared it to a father and a parent to our child that we love to see our children do new things. You know, it's, I use my boys and examples on this podcast. I'll go ahead and use my girls. But you know, when my girls first learned to play piano, when they stepped out and did something new and they could finally play that new song as a, as a parent, you love it. You're taking pictures. You're, you're like, whoa, this is so amazing. I'm watching my child do something they have never done before. And I think that captures the essence of how God feels when we hear his voice, we hear his call and we take steps of faith to do what he's called us to do. That pleases the heart of God. And the third thing is just simply that faith is never finished. Let me go back to that illustration that I mentioned before of the, the turtle puzzle, right? Is that that that's really what our our whole journey, our whole faith journey in Jesus is like. It's a puzzle. And my wife has, you know, there's certain things, certain mantras that you say in your life over and over and over again. And you know, you're getting old when you say the same thing like a bunch of times. And so clearly I'm almost 40, I'm getting older. But one thing we've always said that didn't come from me, but come from the great George Wood, if you've ever heard him before, but he just simply said that God works incrementally, that God works step by step piece by piece. The puzzle doesn't come together. You got to put one piece here, one piece there. And sometimes then you see, then you see one section, then another section comes together. And I don't know where you're at in the faith journey. Maybe you just, you got the turtle leg together. Maybe you got the whole shell together. Maybe you're halfway through it. Maybe you're three quarters of the way through it. Just keep going. Keep taking steps of faith, step by step, piece by piece. And one day when we step before, stand before Jesus and the puzzle is together and we lived a life of faith that pleased the heart of God, Jesus is going to say, well done, good and faithful servant. I hope I clarified what I was trying to say. And the whole, you know, the whole premise was just simply, God, help us to be people of faith. Help us to take radical steps of faith. I hope that in my life that I'm never afraid to jump off the diving board. I hope I'm never afraid to step out and do what God has called me to do. Because I tell you what, people will discourage you. Situations will discourage you. Sometimes you take the step of faith. And then it seems after you took the step of faith, things get even worse. And you're then you question, was it God? I mean, and, and trust me, 
all the great men of faith, Abraham, they all did this. And Abraham is such a great example because even just look at Abraham's journey. Sometimes we say, oh, he was so amazing. He was willing to step out and take his step of faith. But along his journey, he was he struggled. He tried to take control. He tried to do it his own way. But yet he always came back. He humbled himself. He repented and he stayed on the path and he stayed on the journey of faith that God had called them to. Hey, I hope you're encouraged. You're blessed. Keep listening to the Grace Point Daily Podcast. Like it, subscribe to it, share it. God bless you. We'll talk to you next time.